Hi, and welcome to the fifth episode of the Personal Growth Through Mental Health podcast. And on today's episode, we have our special guest, Jack Al-Khouri, my elder brother who has graduated college and is now starting his own business. Hi, Jack. How are you? Not bad, Lumi. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. How's London, like with the COVID-19 cases and all of that? Uh, London is okay. We went out of lockdown quite a while back and they're opening all of the restaurants now, all of the bars, but it's going back to normal life soon. That's good. Can you first introduce yourself and talk a little bit about your business startup? Yes, sure. Um, my name is Jack. I'm Luma's brother, for those who don't know. Um, I graduated from UCL. I was studying here in London. I did a degree in mechanical engineering. Um, before that, I was studying in the same school Luma is in. Uh, so I was in the Amman Baccalaureate School, finished there, uh, studied in London three years, and now I'm working on my business, uh, which essentially is a marketing agency for e-commerce brands. So for brands that sell products online, I help them with their marketing, uh, run paid advertising campaigns, and that sort of thing. And I've been working on that since last November. That's amazing. And... What do you think is the hardest thing about starting your own business from your experience? Um, so I'm, I'm guessing, you know, your, your podcast is a mental health podcast. So we want to try to dive deep into kind of what it is b- building my business mentally, right? Um, how, how that process went through. Uh, for I guess the hardest thing, mentally speaking, is just when you start an idea or you go against the path that, someone else um, has laid out for you. For example, when I finished university, the obvious option was for me to go get a job. Uh, For when you don't do that and you want to go start your own company, especially when you don't have experience, you just don't have any leverage. You don't have any proof to show anyone like this is going to work. So you have to really believe in yourself. And that's a really, really difficult thing, especially in the beginning, because you don't have any clients no one's buying your products or services, but you need to believe that they will at some point. Um, so the hardest thing is just keeping, keeping it going. Um, so day in, day out, doing the work. Um, and especially when you're starting alone. Um, for me, I don't have a co-founder, for example. Um, so there's really no one to hold me accountable, whether I do the work or not. So every day when I wake up, I have to self-motivate myself to complete my task list uh, and go through everything I need to do. But that's a very, very big mental challenge uh, and it's not easy. But I think I'm the type of person who likes to do it that way as well. Um, it works both ways. And are you confident in what you're doing? Yeah, absolutely. The, 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 the trick is, it obviously depends on what type of business you're building, but the business I'm trying to building, uh, trying to build is a service-based business. So I actually have to go and pitch other businesses on my services. And if I'm not confident in my services and my ability to deliver results for these businesses, um, no one, no one's going to buy from me. So uh, confidence is very, very important. Yeah, 100%. And from your experience, did you face many difficulties? And was there a point where you felt like this isn't going to work and you just wanted to give up? 
Yeah, absolutely. You always so there's a cyclical relationship you'll have with the business. You know, it's like uh, some weeks you feel like everything's going to go well, uh, and then some weeks you feel like you know what am I doing? Who am I to even think that I can do this? Uh, who's going to buy from me? And you you start to have these self doubts. Um, and one thing I've realized recently is you you really can't allow yourself to think that way. Uh, you need to stop yourself and catch yourself. So. Uh, if I wake up and I feel like, um, oh, why am I doing this? Uh, maybe this isn't going to work. I immediately catch myself and stop myself from doing that. Ooh, I don't identify with these emotions. Uh, so the night before, I always try to imagine what my day would look like without those feelings. So what, what would it look like if I was confident in my services? And then that kind of manifests itself and I stay confident in my services. Um, because otherwise, if you keep thinking, the way your brain works is if you keep thinking that, oh, yeah, this is not going to work, this is not going to work, somehow it kind of manifests itself. And I've kind of had that happen to me. So I'd have a call, for example, booked in with a client. Um, and in the back of my head, I'll be thinking, oh, this is not going to work and this is not going to work. And then it doesn't work. Um, even though I think if I had the confidence going into that call and I had the self belief, I could have perhaps close that client, if that makes sense. Yeah, definitely. And like, what do you think are the advantages and disadvantages of starting a business all on your own and, you know, building your career? So, yeah, I mean, like everything, there's, there's two sides of it. Um, on one side, the, the, the main driver and why many people go into business is that there's really no limit to how much you can make. And that's kind of the incentive that drives a lot of people to start their business. Um, but people really need to be aware of the other side of it, which is it's very, very difficult. Um, the, the difficulty stems from the fact that it's very unstable, especially in the beginning. Like till now, I don't have a stable source of income that's coming in every month where I can say, okay, this is, this is how much I'm going to make. It's up and down. Um, and that, that for a lot of people, they just can't handle it because I can't have a stable life until the business is stable. And for those first few years, it's going to be very, very difficult. Um, the second, I'm going to start with the drawbacks first, uh, the negative parts of it, and then I'll talk about the positives as well. And the second thing that's quite negative about it is that, you know, in the beginning, you have to make a lot of sacrifices. You, you can't keep living like... Um, you know, if, if you're someone who drinks occasionally, is that something you want to try to minimize as much as possible? Um, you need to make sure your health, um, you're eating very healthy. You can't really do any junk food so that you can stay focused for long hours in the day. Um, you're probably going to have to sacrifice a lot of family time, a lot of time with your friends, um, especially people who have girlfriends or boyfriends. That becomes a really big problem because you're, you need to prioritize your business very heavily. Um, so that's something you might sacrifice as well. Um, so there's, there's a lot that comes with it. There's a lot of baggage. But on the other side, the good things about it is that it's very deeply fulfilling. And for someone like myself who doesn't see himself doing anything else but building a business, it's, it's what I live and breathe. It, that's the deep fulfillment it gives me. Um, and that makes it worth, worthwhile. Obviously, the other benefits of it, once you have something that's up and working, you can have, you can have things like location freedom. So I wouldn't be, you know, my type of business is an online business. 
So I wouldn't be bound in any location. I could, you know, be working from a beach. I could be working from home. So that's that's a huge advantage. And of course, with, a, with any type of business, once you build it up to a certain level, you can remove yourself from it. Um, and you can work, not necessarily work less, but work on more uh, higher leverage tasks and not have to, you know, do the type of work that I'm doing now, which is like eight hours a day, every day. Um, and obviously you get the financial freedom. So you, you get to do things that perhaps other people are not able to do because you can afford them, you can travel um, and do all of these things. But it's definitely not as glamorous as people make it seem. It's not all fun and games. It's very, very hard work. And it's definitely not for everyone. Um, I think it's definitely not for everyone. I think most people would are able to have a very, very fulfilled life just going to work nine to five with a job, of course, that they enjoy and are passionate about. And I think there's nothing wrong with that. But yeah, for, for other people who want to build something, they have to be very aware of the drawbacks as well. And is this what you expected? Or, or like, did you do a lot of research on starting a business before? Um, so you always have expectations and kind of, you know, you, you change them as you go along. Me being me, I was very confident at the start. Obviously, I was like, you know, within a few months, I'll have it up and going. But that wasn't the case. You just learn that things are a lot more difficult in the real world. Um, so you adjust your, your expectations, but you keep moving forward. Uh, but yeah, no, I, would, I would say it, it was much more difficult than I anticipated. But then I adjusted and realized and started to see where I need to be in order to make it work. Yeah, and in your opinion, do you think starting your own business and working hard for something you are passionate about is the way to success and happiness? Um, yeah, we, I think human beings by nature, I mean, different people are going to be different, um, definitely wired differently in terms of what they want out of life. But I think most people have some sort of goal-striving mechanism in, in the sense that they feel they feel fulfillment when they're actually working towards a goal that they care about that doesn't necessarily have to be uh, working on a business like it is in my case it could just be a project you're working on uh, or a hobby that you like to do like painting um, that you do maybe after work or even just a career like you could be a doctor and that's something helping people can be something that you're very passionate about but having that passion passion there is very very important i think um, i think without that nothing else makes sense. Even if you're making a lot of money, um, even if you, you know, have a lot of freedom, I think every person actually needs a burden uh, to actually work towards and struggle with. Yeah, I agree. And what are the negative effects of starting your own business on your mental health? So a few things you'll notice is obviously, you're, especially when you're starting out and you, you don't have a team around you, you, you you're, you're spending a lot of time alone. So you need to be very mindful of that. Human beings need human interaction. Uh, so you need to allocate time every week to actually go out of your way and spend time with people um, and not get too much in your head. Because again, that can start generating those negative thoughts of, oh, this is not going to work. Why am I doing this? And that can take you to a very dark place mentally. And that's not where you want to be. Um, another thing you want to do is to maintain your mental health, I would say is allocate actual, <clears throat> actual time off. So with me, obviously I don't have a boss. I don't have anyone to tell me when I start work, 
when I finish work, I set my own schedule. But by that same token, I need to also say, okay, let's say after 6 p.m., after 7 p.m., no more work. I don't really think about it. I'm done with it. I might just plan the next day. And then that's it. I have time to kind of let my brain relax a little bit. Um, what other mental challenges is there? It's how, how can it be adjusted for you? So there's a, the, the, as a human being, there's a lot of pressure on you to kind of succeed because it's your bet against everyone else kind of thing. Because you're, you have this theory that this business is going to work. And other people, before they see results, they're just not going to believe, believe it. And that's fine. That's actually how, how it should be. Because if you don't see something working, you know, there's no reason to believe it. Uh, but for you, you need to have that belief. So it, other challenges would be just, again, keeping that belief in yourself. And one thing I'll mention as well is that, so building a business isn't really like, especially my type of business, it isn't really the technical knowledge that I found to be difficult or learning anything technical. It's about becoming the type of person that has a successful business, if that makes sense. So that, that requires you to change how you look at yourself. So before you were someone who didn't look at yourself as a successful business owner, you need to be able to change that self-image. And that takes time to be able to so before, for example, in the first few months when I'd be in a meeting with a client, I'd just feel very nervous because I wasn't used to it. I wasn't used to the fact that, okay, someone might actually pay me to do a service. I wasn't ready for it. I wasn't the type of person that would be comfortable with that. So I had to change that. And that self-image change is really difficult mentally and it takes time. Uh, one thing that I used to help me with that challenge was just doing, doing a lot of visualization. So before I sleep, when I plan my next day, I actually visualize myself in the situations that I want to be in, acting in the way that I want to act. So acting confident, um, being comfortable in the situation, and that has you know, made a night and day difference. And do you think if you had someone that was working with you or someone to help, do you think things would be different right now? So it, it depends. It depends on what type of business you want to start out, whether or not you want to have a co-founder. It also depends on the type of style you have as a person. I think I work well alone, despite obviously it's challenging. It can be lonely sometimes, but I think I work very well alone. Um, where, you know, there's advantages and disadvantages to both, right? When you have another person working with you, you obviously two brains are better than one and thinking of ideas. Uh, you can do things twice as fast, but at the same time, that clash, if you're not exactly on the same page and you don't see the exact same vision of the business, that can create a lot of problems down the line. Um, so being alone allows you to just execute directly uh, from, from your brain, from your ideas directly onto whatever it is you want to do. Uh, so there's advantages and disadvantages to both. The reason I, I decided to work alone is that's kind of my style. I like to go, go at things alone uh, to just see my, my vision exactly the way I want it. And the second part to that is my type of business doesn't really require a co-founder. Uh, so if you're starting a software company, for example, one person is usually the more business-oriented person and the other person is going to have the technical knowledge to actually create the software and build the code. In my case, I just don't need that. I don't need, I have the technical knowledge and I have the business knowledge. And what is your biggest motivation, like something that keeps you going every day? 
So the motivation is the vision of the business. So that's what keeps me going. That's what keeps me excited about this whole thing is that I want to build something that's much bigger than me eventually that I can even step away from that can, you know, grow and be its own thing. Um, and obviously I want to use the fruits from that to actually drive change in the world. So it's a multi-step process and thinking about that and actually try to do that every night, thinking about why am I doing this? Reminding myself of that keeps me motivated and keeps me excited. And how can failure in your own business cause anxiety and depression? That's a really, really good question. Um, that's a really good question because I've had that happen to me multiple times where I, I wouldn't sign a client, for example, or I wouldn't get the meeting I wanted or whatever the case may be. Um, and then I'd start getting this anxiety of like, oh, maybe this is not working. And then, I'd, you know, it would just spiral out of control the trick that I found is you want to, you don't want to identify with the feelings or the failures that happen. One thing you have to understand is in order to, to, to make something happen um, and succeed with it, you have to fail. There's, there's, you can't avoid it. And that's something I'm really, really starting to get, get my head, wrap my head around is you just can't avoid it. If you're going to do something for the first time, you're just not going to be good, good at it. There's no way around that. So understanding that makes it a lot easier being like, okay, probably my first 10 meetings are just going to be trash, getting that out of the way. I recently started my YouTube channel as well for the business to promote it. I just put it in my head. The first 10, 15, maybe 50 videos are just not going to be good. Once I laid that burden off my shoulder, I no longer associate myself with those feelings and I don't let them get to me. So whereas in the past when something would happen, I'd feel like, oh, this is me, this is my fault. Whereas now I understand this is just part of the process. When you start with something, you're going to have failures and then eventually you're going to turn that into a success. So I don't identify with the feelings. That's the main, main thing in order not to have those um, failures translate into anxiety and depression. Yeah, um, so, that's a really good way of dealing with it. Yeah. How can having a big successful business cause severe stress and mental illness? So yeah, there's yeah. So there's the other side of it, right? We just discussed, you know, if if you're failing in your business or it's not going as uh, as you planned it, you can have anxiety and stress. But on the other side of it, you can start getting caught up, I guess, in you know. Con consistently trying to chase the wrong things and trying to chase money and trying to chase fame from other people and validation. And that can create kind of a negative relationship with yourself in terms of chasing the wrong, wrong things in the business. Um, so I can definitely see that being a problem further down the line and that I must stay aware of staying aware of the fact the reason why you started the business wasn't just the money. It was building something, building something you're proud of and that sort of thing. And how can that affect your personal life? Like, especially if you have a family or if you have, you know, your friends or... What do you mean? Do you mean if the business is really successful? Yeah. Yeah, you, you definitely don't want to start becoming the person who feels like they're better than other people uh, because of what you do or if you build a successful business. You, you want to remain grounded and humble and realize, you know, that wherever you go financially or with your business, it doesn't change who you are fundamentally. 
um, and it doesn't change your relationship to other people as well. Um, so keeping that in mind is really, really important. Um, and you want to be wary of that, especially when you go from not having a successful business to, to having a successful one is uh, looking at the people around you, making sure the people around you are still with you for the right reasons as well. And that will make sure you stay in a healthy mental space. And where do you see yourself in about like five years with your business and your work and all of that? Um, the, goal, the goal is really to build the business into one of the most successful advertising agencies within e-commerce, of course. Uh, that's always been the goal. So that's, that's, that's what I keep reminding myself of. Um, within the next five years, I want to be well on my way there. Um, eventually, I want to build a team. I want to have an office as well. Uh, really solidify the business and solidify the name in the industry. I also want to have a really strong online presence. So that's what I'm doing with the initiative on YouTube. I want to have a really strong online presence uh, for the business in order to create a brand, not only a business. So I want eventually my business's name to be known just by itself without me being attached to it. And that's kind of what I want to work towards eventually. And what advice would you give people who are just now starting their own business and, you know, they want to be successful in the future? Um, my, my advice would be um, name in the industry. I also want to have a really strong online presence. So that's what I'm doing with the initiative on YouTube. I want to have a really strong online presence uh, for the business in order to create a brand, not only a business. So I want eventually my business's name to be known just by itself without me being attached to it. And that's kind of what I want to work towards eventually. And what advice would you give people who are just now starting their own business and you know, they want to be successful in the future? Um, my, my advice would be, um, try to make sure that your basic needs are net, met. So this is, this is kind of more, uh, technical advice is that, you know, if, if you can still live with your parents, when you first start with, start your business, I highly recommend that so that you don't have to worry about bills and all of that thing will give you time to become financially stable and then move out. Uh, that's something that's really important. If you have to get a job um, while you kind of work on the business, that's really important so that you have some sort of stability in your life uh, that you can build on top of when you start building your business. Um, the other thing in terms of mental health, you don't want to, you want to, even if you're going at it alone, which is what I'm doing, you want to talk to people about the business, uh, your close friends, your close family members, Make sure, obviously, they're supportive people. They're not people who are, who are going to constantly question what you're doing and why you're doing it because that can become taxing. You want people who understand and support you from the beginning. Now, obviously, you don't expect them to believe in you because it's just hard to do that. You're going to have to prove yourself, but you just want people around you that you can talk to um, and make sure you have a good circle of support to, to help you along the way. Yeah, thank you so, so much for joining me on this episode of my podcast. I actually gained a lot of knowledge and I hope everyone does too, especially like teenagers who are going to, you know, graduate school and go to college and then start their own business, hopefully. And I enjoyed talking to you. And if anyone is interested in checking out your new business startup, where can they find you? Um, so I'm most active on LinkedIn. First of all, it's been my pleasure. 
um, and I enjoyed having this conversation. Um, and you know, if I only managed to help one person with one piece of advice, that would be really, really great. Um, I'm most active on LinkedIn. You can find me under Jack Al Khuri. Uh, my business is called Scenarius. Um, if anyone needs guidance or are thinking about starting a business in the future, do not hesitate to reach out. Hope you all enjoyed this very interesting episode with my brother Jack Al Khuri. And stay tuned for the next episode next Wednesday with my really close friend Selena Banayan, who is also in the 10th grade and is doing school in the Netherlands. We spoke about beauty style.